everybody, whether you're the president of a company or the paperboy, everybody has the exact same amount of time. You and I both have 24 hours a day. No more, no less. The question is, what do you do with your time? Real quick, my friends, go get my new book. It's called The Power to Publish. And it's at the top of the page of zbooks.co at the link, my new book. And it's going to help you with all of your self-publishing needs. Okay, back to that podcast. You know, at the beginning of your author career, you're going to get so much advice. And it's all just going to confuse you more. So you can't listen to everyone. And of course, there's an old Greek proverb about this. A long time ago, a man and his son, a young son about four or five years old, were walking to the market with their donkey. Now, because he didn't want his little son to walk the whole way, he put his son on the donkey. And then some passerbys saw that and said, wow. Look at that little brat making his old dad walk the whole way to the market. So then the dad took his son off the donkey, and he got on the donkey. The next passerby came and said, Look at that evil old man making his son walk to the the market. So then he put his son on the donkey, and they both rode the donkey to the market. And the next passerby came along and said, look at those two evil people abusing that donkey. The last hundred meters, the son and the dad carried the donkey to the market. Isn't that ridiculous? That's what happens when you listen to everybody's advice. You carry the donkey. Totally ridiculous and unproductive. And you know what's so funny about this is this... This has exactly happened to me, but not with a donkey. When I was a young and dynamic aircraft mechanic, it was my job one day to drain the wings of the fuel. Now, the next time you're sitting in an aircraft, look at those wings. Look out that window and look at the wings of your aircraft. They are full of fuel. If you're flying a commercial jetliner, of course. Not if you're flying a little Cessna T-50 or whatever they call it. But even those have fuel in the wings. But you can't see them because they're on top of you, right? You're under the wing in a Cessna. So the next time you're in a commercial jetliner, look out that wing. It's full of fuel. Thousands of pounds of fuel. I don't know why we have to measure in pounds when liters are good too, but we measure fuel in pounds. Thousands of pounds of fuel are in that wing. And before we take the aircraft into maintenance, we have to drain the wing of all the fuel. And you have this funny machine with a bunch of hoses, you know, and you connect them all, about four of them. You connect them to the bottom of the wing, and then this thing starts chugging away, you know. It's like air-powered. There's no electric pump or anything. It's so funny. And, of course, you have all of these valves. Each hose, four of them, has a valve. And... They're connected at different points of the wing. So, because there are cells in the wing. So you have to drain each cell separately. And of course, I'm here sitting next to the wing of the aircraft, under the wing of the aircraft with this chicka 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 machine. 
And uh, every senior mechanic is coming by, one by one, and giving me advice how to run this stupid machine, right? Because you don't just open up all of the valves at the same time because the pump is too cheap and weak to drain all four at the same time. So what you do is you've you got this sequence. You know, you drain the outer cell first and then the inner cell. And then the other inner cell. There's four cells, right? Four, four hoses, four cells. And then the very inner cell. So the first guy comes by and says, Hey, you know, you can do two cells at once. I usually do the two outer cells first and then the two inner cells. They say, Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That, that's a good idea. The pump can handle two cells at once. And then... So we do that. We set up the valves uh, for the two outer cells only, and we close the two inner cells. And the machine keeps going, chicka 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 It's pretty loud, actually. It's almost like a steam engine. And we're draining the fuel. And then the next senior mechanic comes by from the other team. You know, we're about four teams on this flight line. And he says, you know, you can drain the, the inner cell and the outer cell at the same time. So that's cell three and two. Right? One, two, three, four. Four is the outer one. One is the inner one. So two and three. You can do those. As you go along, you can close the valves and open the valves sequentially as the fuel kind of drains down sequentially. So, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. That sounds like a good idea. And so we do that. We close cell four and cell one, and then we're draining cells two and three. So, okay, yeah, 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 it makes sense, right? It makes sense. So, he goes away, and then the next senior mechanic from Team 3... Remember, I'm a beginner at this point. I'm the new guy, right? So I get to drain the wings. The next senior mechanic comes up from Team 3 and says, You know, all that crap those guys said before is baloney. Because that pump works more efficiently when you drain one cell. You drain one cell empty, then you drain the next one, then you drain the next one. It's mathematically proven. Concentrate on one cell at a time. And that pump will drain the cell quicker. And so, I almost told him to shut up. Because I'm sick of these idiots coming by and giving me bullshit information. Right? But I didn't. I said, yeah, that, that makes sense. But the other guy said this, and the other guy said that. And then he said, who are you going to believe? I'm the senior mechanic. You can't listen to everyone. And I said, yeah, but those other two guys were senior mechanics too. And it ensued an argument, of course, because I was sick of this bullshit advice. So, because all three of them made sense. All three, all three senior mechanics had a perfectly good, valid argument. So, my friends, if you feel like this, it's common, it's normal, especially when you're beginning. So, let me finally give you the solution to your authoring career, especially in the beginning. It starts with your research, okay? Before you write one word, you have to do your market research first. And the simplest way to do this is to go to Amazon and go to your category, which you think is your category, right? You're at the beginning. So go to the book category in Amazon that you think where your book fits. Then you look at the other books. You look at their covers, see what they got. I'm not saying copy them. Sometimes the best thing to do is the opposite of what everybody is doing. 
At the same time, you have to stay within your genre, genre, within your genre, right? Because you still want to sell books, right? So you can't shock people in the beginning. You can't do that until you're a big author. So what you do is you go look and you see what your genre looks like. And then the big trick, the, the number one, the secret hack, the ninja trick is to go to the three-star reviews of the books. Why three stars? Because four-star and five-star reviews are usually the lovers, and they're not going to say anything, you know, interesting. And the one-stars are the haters. Two-stars also. They're the haters. They're not going to add any value to the conversation. But somewhere around the three-star reviews is where you see the interesting stuff. People will say stuff like, oh, I wish this story was longer. Or, man, that, that book didn't do much world building. I, I was lost. Around, so start with the three-star reviews. You're going to see some really interesting market feedback. And now you know what to do with your book. So before you write one word, the research starts. This is the way of the profitable author, my friends. And if you don't believe me, well, go do the Tim Ferriss. This is how he did it. He went out and, you know, he reverse engineers everything. So he went out and he, he talked to a, a best-selling author. And he did all of that stuff before he wrote one word. He even researched the covers with Google ads because back then there were no Facebook ads. So the cover and the title, he researched with paid advertising to find out which one resonates the most. That's how he made the four-hour work week with that cover with the two palm trees and a guy in the hammock in the middle. And it was originally called something like Tales of a Drug Dealer or How to Be the Next Big Drug Dealer, something crazy like that. And uh, so he did his market research, and that's how the four-hour work week was born, before he wrote one word. And that's what you got to do, my friends. You have to research your market first. And, of course, I'm going to help you do that. You can go get a free email course over at zbooks.co, totally free, or go get the totally free book. The Power to Publish. It's that flaming fist at the top right of the blog. Or if you're on mobile, you have to hit the menu, My New Book. And I'm going to help you with all of your beginner problems. And remember, you can't listen to everyone. So start with the flaming fist, the Power to Publish. We're going to do the Tim Ferriss together. And in that book, at the end, is also a link to the free email course. So go to zbooks.co and go get that flaming fist, the power to publish, or you can get the free email course. I would prefer if you get the book. Then you get everything. And I look forward to seeing you at the top. Okay, my friends, if you like that podcast, then remember to go to zbooks.co and go get all the materials to start your authoring career. We have a seven-day challenge every week, so there's no excuse to not finish your book. And remember, please go to iTunes and upvote this podcast and Google Play. Okay, I look forward to seeing you at the top.